Hey, welcome back to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. This is Joe Martin. I'm your host. Hey, I'm going solo tonight. I have a few guests recently. Hey, I'm still working on this audio stuff, man. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, I want to talk about losing weight in Ireland. All right? Maybe that's a kind of a weird topic, but I want to talk about in uh, 1998, I was 21 years old. I took a summer off from college. I was going to college in Auburn University, War Eagle. Uh, met my wife in the trailer park. Just a side note. Anyway... So I moved to Dublin, Ireland. Uh, I didn't know anyone, had a, didn't have a job, no real plan other than it was something I'd always wanted to do. So I just went and did it, right? So I had a, had a plane ticket and I was going to figure it out. So eventually I got this great plan that I figured out. The plan was one step, walk around until I found a job. You know what? There's a reason you can't rent a car until you're 25 years old. Males below the age of 25 do not have fully formed brains and are not known for making excellent decisions. And uh, mine is still working. I'm 43, and I think it's still it's, – it's, it's just not there yet. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, so I walked around one day. I walked around for eight hours and just put an application everywhere I could find that either had a sign in there or I walked in there, and it would take my uh, CV. So in, uh, in Europe, it's your, uh, I don't know, some kind of Greek thing – Circulum vitae. I forgot what. Anyway, they want your CV. They don't want a resume. They want a CV. So I walked around, just put in anywhere I could, and just hope something would happen. And this is pre cell phone, so it was. Hey, can you call me? Call me at the hostel if I get this job, or I will check back with you tomorrow. I'll do both, and I'll keep coming back. So I think it just persistence is always key, right? So anyway, I managed to secure a job interview as a short order cook at a local pub. So part the interview process was. They gather all the applicants into the room, they give them a Guinness, have them hang out, and then they do kind of like a feeling out process. It was like the greatest job interview ever. I thought they were going good, everyone was laughing, we're having a good time, I thought it was all, all, I thought it was all good. And then I heard it, a disapproving noise. We all know what a disapproving noise is like, one of those, hmm, something kind of like that. Uh, And it was aimed directly at me. So the noise was coming from the owner. I was like, oh, this can't be good. And I quote this. Well, I kind of quote. I cleaned it up a little bit for uh, for our sensitive eared readers. So he said, that's the problem with you bloody. That's what the part I cleaned up right there. Bloody Americans. You do everything so bloody fast. So if you just replace bloody with what actually happened, just use your imagination. Anyway, I was like, oh, no, man. So I thought we were just having a good time sitting around. And then because uh, at first... I didn't know he was talking to me, but then I looked around and uh, I looked at everyone else's everyone else's Guinness, and uh, they like three fourths full, and mine's absolutely gone. It was delicious. I didn't know, man. I wasn't paying attention. I was hanging out, drinking my little Guinness. I yeah, I literally I hate to use the word literally, but I literally had just gotten there a day before, staying at a hostel and just walking around finding jobs. So, anyway, so I just looked around and uh, spoiler alert. I did not get that job, but I would like to tell you about the lessons I learned in Ireland and how you can lose weight. So these are kind of some steps that I learned, uh, five of them. One of them's pretty good, but it really doesn't apply to what I want you to talk about. And the rest of them are something you can probably apply to your life. So, so I started observing, kind of looking around, I came up with kind of five things that if you want to lose weight from living in Ireland, this is it. Uh, before we get started though, I did eventually find a job 
uh, picking up pint glasses at the Oliver St. John Gogarty's in the Temple Bar area in Dublin, Ireland. So if you ever go there, ask about Joe Martin, the legend of Joe Martin, and they'll have no idea what you're talking about. But anyway, it was a cool experience. Glad I did it. But let's move on. All right, so number one, slow eating and drinking. So I've got certified through nutrition, through precision nutrition, which I think is one of the best, well, not the best, the best, not one of the best, because it talks about a little bit across the board, not just the basics of nutrition, but a little thing across the board. Um, and they think that the number one or the number two things, you, the most important things you do is slow down your eating and do mindful eating. And the Irish have this one nailed because that's one of the first things I noticed at the uh, job interview. Irish meals are usually drawn out. There's music, there's laughter, there's conversation. They eat smaller amounts of food but would feel full because they actually take the time. They're not whoopmen. I am a fast eater. I'm not going to lie. That's how I grew up. That's how I roll now. So they just, you, you know, when you wolf your food in right there. And you eat way too much because you just eat it. You don't chew. You don't put your fork down. All that good stuff. You get full too fast, but you don't know it till twenty minutes later, thirty minutes later, when you're absolutely miserable. But what they would do, they take a bite, they tell a story, they hang out, and really enjoy each other's company. So it's kind of weird. Uh, I wasn't used to that, but that was one of the things. That was uh, this is pre-smartphone, by the way. This is 1998, so this is before everyone had a cell phone. They're always on that, so it may be different there now. But that's one thing I observe. All right, that was number one. Number two, lots of walking. Okay, I, I know I walk two miles-ish every day to work. I eventually, by the way, I started off in a, a hostel with 20 people. So it was like, I don't know, eight bucks a night or something like that. Just caught, set up, 20 people in a room. 94% of them had BO. Mm-hmm. And I may have been one of the ones. I don't know. But anyway, there's it stunk. Uh, but they did have free toast and jam every day. Every day. And I was on a budget, so I was in. Anyway, that's a side note. I eventually went and got a flat, and I lived with three girls in Ireland. And that sounds really awesome, like uh, something from one of those uh, gentlemen's magazines, but it was not like that. It was just like having three sisters, and I couldn't get in the bathroom is basically what it was. Anyway, so lots of walkers. I lived about two miles from Oliver St. John Gorey's, where I work, and I would walk back and forth every day. And by the way, when I was over there, I lost 20 pounds. From 200, about 180 pounds, I looked not great. This was not a good weight loss, but I did lose weight because there's so much walking. People walk everywhere. Big cities are like that. Uh, Dublin's a big city, so it's kind of like that. So, But just if you were walking more, just think about how much calories you could burn if you walked an hour a day. So I looked it up, in case you need to know. You would burn between 210 and 360 calories per hour. You know, which, you know, that's a snack a day of a kind of a bigger snack or a smaller snack, that type of deal. But if you do that five days a week, you're going to burn 1,050 to 1,800 calories per week. So you think about that. And then maybe you do walk a little more. Like I was walking more than that. I would walk on my job as well. So you're thinking about burning upwards of 2,000 calories a day just via walking. Because most of us, you know, we don't walk for our jobs. We don't have to walk because we have cars or even bicycles and things like that. But if you walked a little more, one, two, three hours a day, just in your general day, think about how much more you could do as far as weight loss. Or if you're walking zero, if you start walking 15 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes, it all adds up. All the little things add up. Um, also, number three, 
This one is kind of the shady one right here that probably I don't recommend. A lot of the food I experienced was terrible. I see why they enjoy drinking a little more over there. <laughs> no offense, but maybe because, hey, let me just put this out there. I was broke. So most of the food I came in contact was terrible. In fact, the first place I ate right when I got there was jet lag. Didn't know where I was. I went to this place called McCary's. I thought it was a McDonald's. If you ever seen Coming to America and it kind of looks like a McDonald's, this is, this is what it was. It had the arches and everything, but uh, I'm pretty sure... The hamburger was made out of ground leprechaun. It was nasty. And it had like this giant chunk of onion. Like if you put like a, the the patty was the same size as thick old onion on there. And then it didn't have any condiments on there. So I asked for condiments. You had to pay for those. And the ketchup was vinegar based. Well, it was just a bad experience. Anyway, so that wasn't all the food across the board. But a lot of what I came in contact was not that great. So if you have food that's not that great, you're probably not going to eat a lot of it. So that's that. But I want to talk about my mindset switch I had around food. So what I started doing is, hey, this food is just fuel. The main thing I wanted to talk to you about it, this is not something, I mean, food should be enjoyed. I think you should enjoy your food. I think you should like it. But you should not use food as a way to alter your mood. I'm going to repeat that, or you can rewind it here four times instead of two. Food is not a way to alter your mood. You know, you can feel good. It could be a part of the experience, but don't use food. You're, and don't use it as a reward or punishment and that type of stuff. So use food as fuel. If you can kind of do that, that really became a game changer for me. So it's something you can look at doing, not just and not just getting a routine of your eating when you're not hungry as well. So that's another thing as well. So, all right, that was number three. Number four avoiding fast food hey a lot of us are super busy right now there's a lot going on we don't want to go into places we want to go places with drive-thrus but i avoided fast food as much as i can but i did go to some fast foods not gonna lie i was desperate hey it's cheap hey have you ever seen blood pudding by the way if you have a choice between blood pudding and a big mac you probably go big mac i'm just saying Anyway, so I would go into these places, and it would be 99% tourists, which I was, of course. Um, the locals would not eat there. So I, I talked to one of my coworkers one time, and here's a little quote that I remember this to this day. He said, we don't eat it because it's addictive, and it will make you fat. I was like, man, the Irish sure do have a way with words. So it's weird how outsiders can like kind of see that about how we are as Americans, but we kind of we kind of keep on hanging with that fast food because it's convenient, right? It's the convenience factor, not usually the taste. Although fast food can be pretty good, I'm not, I, I hop in there. It's in my wife's car, not my truck with the logos on. But anyway, all right, let's move on to number five. They have easy access to affordable, fresh produce. Most of us will really like fresh vegetables and fruit if we can get it but we don't have a, we can't get a hold of it most of it but I'll, i would be walking around and you walk into a nice farmer's market just right there on the street easy and it was affordable too that's a key thing is you can find easy affordable protein or <laughs> protein as well but also produce that's going to be a game changer right there so um so that's kind of the five things right there so you can go back through those but um we'll go ahead and go through but hey Here's what I'm not asking you to eat terrible food to help you lose weight. That one I just kind of threw in there, just kind of a world experience type thing. So, but a few things you can do to try to lose weight if you're looking into it is hey, eat and drink slower. 
slow things down, enjoy the company around you, do that type of thing. Start walking more. Even if you work out every day, you need to be more active outside of your workouts. So eating more fresh fruits and vegetables, not using food as a way to alter your mood, avoiding fast food, those are all great habits you can start adding in. If you want to start losing weight, start adding those in. Do those little things where it's not miserable. And you, you shouldn't, like I said earlier, you should enjoy your food. It doesn't have to be nasty foods each time. So try to add those in a little bit. Those will help you out. That's what I saw when I was in Ireland. Like I said, let me put a caveat on this whole thing. That was 1998. 22 years ago, which I cannot believe, by the way. But anyway, I thought you might be entertained and enjoy that a little bit. So that's kind of my tips for this week. But here, let's talk about our good news for the week. Uh, Did you know we talked about fresh fruit, fresh vegetables? There's a rooftop greenhouse in Montreal that's the largest of its kind. It's three football fields long. That's American football. Not even that Canadian football or uh, soccer that's sometimes called football, three football fields long. So that's 300 yards on a rooftop, which is pretty cool. And it's, it's in Montreal, which is feeding 2% of the population in that city, which you think about 2%, it's not that much. That's 40,000 people in a city of that size. Because they're kind of looking at that as being the, the future of kind of these big cities, because it's going to cut down on tailpipe emissions, all the trucks coming in, all that good stuff where they don't have to drive it in, drive it out. And the amount of food that spoils while it's there in the process, getting from one place to another. Because they've got they can grow it right there in the big cities, which I thought was a pretty cool idea. Hey, it's energy efficient, it's environmentally friendly, and it's a profitable business. Profitable business, easy for me to say. Because not only they're growing this food, but they're putting it out, they're selling it twenty thousand per week. They're selling, they're selling these things to households throughout the city. And so, like I said, it's making money and it's not hurting anybody. So that's kind of the future right there. If we could, if we could not hurt the environment and make money, so you kind of get the best of both worlds. That's kind of the future. They're trying to ch- make a chain going out of these and kind of get this thing spread throughout the country, Canada, as well as America. I think that's a pretty cool idea. Rooftop. It's also saving on power because during the, even during the winter months, they can bring the, the heat from the bottom of the building. It goes up to the top and, and all this, and they've got their own ecosystems with the insects. This is a cool thing. You should look it up sometime. The rooftop gardens in Montreal, you should look that up. It's a pretty cool idea. So what's got this whole idea of my about going to other countries sparked up is uh, I had a really cool opportunity this week. My buddy Ernie, who lives in Hamilton, Canada, he saw one of my Facebook posts, and we got together, and he writes a newspaper column up in Canada, and he off, he kind of interviewed me on that thing, and we, we set this thing up, and he wrote an article and got me featured in the Hamilton, Canada. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry. I forgot where it is. Somewhere, Canada. Anyway, I've crossed borders. So pretty cool. Thank you, Ernie, for listening to this. Really appreciate you. I'll link the article in the show notes. I'm really happy how it turned out. I thought it was pretty cool. So let's end this thing, as usual, with a dad joke. So why was the computer cold? Because it forgot to close its windows. (laughs) You know that's hilarious. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you. Hey, 15 minutes is a lot of time for me to talk. So thank you for being here. I pray you have a great night. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Relentless Positivity Podcast. Please do me a huge favor. Hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all of our episodes as they come out. I think this is needed in people's world right now. So please remember that positivity is a choice. Choose wisely.